Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. At what age, Lucky, do you think you feel your sexiest? Sexiest? Yeah, that's right. Well, I guess it would depend between men and women, right? Yeah, probably. Like, like, they say like your sexual maturity. I don't know. I think for men, it would be younger, maybe in the 20s somewhere, early 30s. You know, I think physically, uh, we, when we're young, we uh, look at ourselves and everything's in the right place and right. working properly. Right. Uh, and then as you age, that, that isn't the case so much. But you do mature and learn your body and, and learn new things and get confident and have more self-esteem, I think, as we age. Uh, yeah, I think, well, obviously, it, it has a, a ton to do with confidence. And I guess the more, you know, you've kind of had time and, and some success, mm-hmm. perhaps, in your life, you start to feel better about yourself. We feel sexiest at age 53. Really? Yeah. And I know personally, I mean, I've got it all going You're on. Right there, oh, I, I am just a love machine. <laughs> I don't even know how I get out of the house, what with all the humping going on. Uh, but a dating app uh, pulled a bunch of people 50 and up and asked how old they were when they felt the sexiest. And the average age was 53, and it doesn't break it up between women and men. Wow. Well, maybe, yeah, listen, maybe you've had your success. You've, yep. uh, you've, uh, you've figured things out. In the boudoir uh-huh. uh, by that point. And you still got, you know, the feeling you got some time left. Yeah. <laughs> so, some good years to come. With the help no of that, intended. that little blue pill. Helps a lot. <laughs> and you're not like a rabbit anymore. You're taking your time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it through all of Fleetwood Mac's rumors now. You've gone from the hare to the turtle. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to share something here. And I'll tell you right now, I already know what side of this lucky will fall on and what side I would fall on because I've known this man long enough now. I know how his his uh, brain works. Right. Uh, is this a harmless inside joke or just tasteless? Some people aren't happy about a tombstone at a cemetery which has a hidden miss- message. It says, forever in our hearts, until we meet again, cherished memories... Known as our son, brother, father, papa, uncle, friend, and cousin. Now, the first word is forever. So what's the first letter of forever? Oh, F. The next word is until we meet again. Right. Cherished memories. Wow. Known as. (laughs) The way the lines are set up, the first letter of each word down the left side spells that out. All right. I think it's a harmless inside joke. You lucky? I think it's funny, actually. Really? I think you would see it as tasteless. Um, Well, I mean, does it continue on? No. So it's just those four lines? Well, I guess, uh, so it says F off, but okay, the forever until cherished known, our oh. father, friend. Okay, oh. all right. All so right. it continues down OFF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now is it tasteless? <laughs> <laughs> now it's quite funny. Um, the man's daughter said it was intentional because it was definitely his term of endearment. But right. she also said that they didn't mean to offend anyone else in the cemetery. Some people are raising a stink about it. And even though it wouldn't be obvious to most people who didn't know to look for it, now it's getting lots of attention. It's possible that they may have to remove 
The oh, headstone. Come on, the really? cemetery staff says profanity is no place where loved ones are laid to rest. Oh. Well, how how do we get offended by things so easily now? Yeah, I mean, I mean how does that offend a, you? Don't look. Right. It's a it's a tombstone. <laughs> don't look. It's not talking to you. Right. Yeah. It's not like a, a loop of, of the old man saying it right. coming out of the ground. Yeah. But uh, all right, I don't know you as well as I. Well, I, I just think now everyone everyone is so well. I think offended is now just a, an overused term, mm. right? Like gutted, right? Like, like everyone's so offended. Mm-hmm. Are you really offended by that? Do you find that offensive to you personally? Would or? it be Would it be offensive? Like, okay, someone very close to you has passed, and right. this is the tombstone next to theirs. But you have to like in order unless they have bolded those. Letters lit them up in neon. <laughs> they like they they are on fire. <laughs> Every hour on the hour they go off like the Bellagio. <laughs> like like you and and it's like unmistakable to see because it just seems like that is clever, mm. right? Mm. A clever tribute to someone. I don't know, like you know, I, I don't know how people get so offended by things that are not directed at them or or involve them whatsoever. This you know. <laughs> the family didn't do this to disrespect anyone. They did mm. it to pay tribute to someone. Yeah. I am impressed with how they, they worked it out and figured it out because I've been involved in the picking of the scripture or whatever you right. call it on the it's a it's a process because you only get one shot at it. Right. You don't you can't chisel out yeah. <laughs> something. So you gotta really be specific. Anyhow, all right. We both find it's funny. That's good. Uh, Father's Day is on Sunday. And, uh, boy, we really, uh, poor Pops. He takes a hooping on this day. (laughs) Compared to moms. Oh, right. If you compare Mother's Day to Father's Day. Yeah, we really go out of our way. And I think also it's got a lot to do, especially if if your children are of a younger age. And even when they get to be a little older, dads really kind of make sure to take their boys aside. I still do it to this day to say, hey, you know, Mother's Day is coming. Don't miss this. Mm. And I don't know if uh, if necessarily mothers do that with their kids as, as Oh, you don't think? Because I, mm, I, I think dads, we, I've always painted the picture, and I've heard many fathers say it. I just want to be left alone. Leave me alone. Right. And so I think a lot of mothers, after a while, go, well, he just wants to be left alone. I wonder if, you know, like a very popular day for golf and, and, sure. and the golf courses, for sure. Because, you know, people are like, oh, let's go. Let's go take Dad Likes Golf. Mm-hmm. Let's go golfing with Dad. Well, Dad likes golf for Dad, not necessarily <laughs> golfing with you. But nevertheless, uh, if, if that's what you do to enjoy it, all good. Whatever you do to enjoy Father's Day. But yeah. I, but I, I wonder if, uh, if moms secretly on Mother's Day just want time by themselves. Too like like to not have to cook for everybody, well, not yeah. have to clean up afterward. They may, and I'm sure they do. But I also believe that more mothers' uh, hearts would be hurt if the day wasn't at least acknowledged. Right. Well, I think both should just at least be at the very least be acknowledged. I don't think either of my boys are going to be home on Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's fine by me. <laughs> well, and this this a little bit of research proves this to be true. People were asked more than a thousand people. Um, how close to Father's Day are they to, when they purchase a gift? And the first response was, when is Father's Day? <laughs> Ouch. I've always-
always, to be honest, I don't really know. I guess it's the third Sunday in June. Mm. But for me, it's always I'm like, okay, when's the U.S. Open? Because <laughs> that's when I know Father's Day is. Um, a few of us said one day before, and others said on the way to Father's Day dinner. Is where When they get gifts? Where Dad is probably doing the barbecuing. Wow. Uh, people admitted they had forgotten to get Dad a gift at least once. Others have been late numerous times. We blame it on, and we can never just say, my fault. It's it's porch pirates or COVID-19 or retailers or the delivery system, or now we can use supply chain issues as an out. Yeah, true. Man, do you think, so do you think Maria has reminded the boys that it's Father's Day on Sunday? Or is she hearing this now and going, holy crap, it's Father's Day on Sunday. Well, she, I should remind the boys. She did admit to me, she said, listen, with Father's Day, I've got a foursome booked. Like, we could go. Right. And I said the same thing as you and I have spoken about. I, I won't golf on Father's Day. It's just too busy. Right. Uh, I, I'm blessed that I can golf as much as I can. So let others people have the tea time. We don't need it. And it's kind of, it's like New Year's Eve to me. It's just a, a poop show. <laughs> and so, uh, plus I also said, you know, it's Father's Day. I'd rather not golf. <laughs> do what you want uh, Can I do. do what I want to do? <laughs> I just want to lie around and drink? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, actually. You got a nice backyard. You work very yeah. hard on it. You got yes. a pool there. I'm going to float. Right. Hopefully I'll stay up on the water. Um, and then, of course, dads were asked, well, even when I tell them what I want, I don't get what I want because they end up with ties and socks as the biggest response fathers say to the gifts they get. Okay. But then the other things that are just horrible gifts for dad. Macaroni art. Well, I guess when they're very young. I mean, if, you know, if your boys bring you macaroni art. Now? <laughs> they're got... choking on that macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> you to send them back, we should better be fresh-made pasta. <laughs> uh, a bad letter. I don't know what's in a bad letter, if it's just bad grammar or he's... Uh, poorly written. Yeah, I've got some... I look back at some of the original gifts the boys gave when they were, you know, just toddlers. Mm. There's probably a couple of those. Unless it's a bad letter, like... They're cute at you, that point. You never loved me, Dad. <laughs> You're not my real dad. Or, or, hey, you are my father. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you don't know me, but you are my father. A pet rock. Okay. somebody got. It's a little out there. A fish plaque. A plunger. <laughs> I like that one. Well, maybe they do know their dad. Pokemon cards. <laughs> and a taxidermied uh, alligator head. Oh, wow. Hmm. So, yeah, we we really do. But then it's also tough to know what dad wants because a lot of dads, like we just said, say, I just leave me alone. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, I'm guilty, too, of, 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 and my dad was like this, buying what I needed or was wanted mm. right before Father's Day. Because it's like the start of summer. And, and, sure. and if, like, for me, the go-to was always probably golf stuff. Mm. To which, you know, I've already started golfing. I bought what I need for the mm -hmm. year for golf. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, again, I think you just got to acknowledge that sometimes just saying, hey, dad, love you. Happy Father's Day is much better than giving him a plunger. Right. That's true. <laughs> or you say, hey, dad, love you. Happy Father's Day. By the way, the toilet's blocked. <laughs> you might need this. I got to go. Um, but if you need a gift for Father's Day and you haven't bought anything yet, well, the hottest new rage in fashion is men wearing pearls. Oh, Harry Styles, Drake, major league ball players are all into it. Uh, and right now, designers are doing masculine pearl, pearl jewelry specifically for men. Okay. A CEO of one jewelry company says a pearl is a symbol of power. 
It continues to be timeless and elegant, but also can be playful. Men today feel empowered to take risks with fashion and try new things. Sure. Let's go with that. Get your dad a set of pearl earrings. <laughs> I never thought my dad would want a pearl necklace, but I... Okay. Well, some people really know how to hold a grudge. A, a guy passed away recently, and a woman is facing charges after she walked into his funeral, went right up to his casket, and spit on him. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. The funeral happened back in November, but she just got arrested for it last week. It's not clear why she hated the guy so much, but someone at the funeral said she'd got a beef with him and his family for a long time. She's facing a felony charge for abusing a corpse. Really? Yeah. But cold ethyl action. I remember um, when my grandfather, my dad's dad, passed away. I I wasn't. I was very young when he died. But the story goes that because uh, he had been uh, a widow for some time, his my grandmother had passed away about a decade before he did. And uh, in that time, he met some women along the way, dated a few here and there, never got serious with anybody. But they would come and go. And um, at his funeral, a woman. Walked in, walked right up to the uh, casket, kissed her hand, touched his cheek, turned around and walked out. Nobody knew who that woman was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was his little secret. He <laughs> took to the grave. That's how us men roll. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You can imagine just going up and horking on somebody. Yeah. Well, listen, people, people hold grudges. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We know that. Oh, yeah, my funeral, there'll be a long line. <laughs> they need a waterproof casket. <laughs> I'll look like a Bukaki fest. Tom Hanks, I don't know if he's uh, just getting older and turning into Clint Eastwood with the get off my lawn kind of attitude <laughs> or what's going on with him. But, uh, you know, everybody loves Tom Hanks and he's seen as America's dad. And so uh, it's funny, there's a bunch of paparazzi around him and his wife, Rita. As they're walking to their car in New York City, fans are crowding them, paparazzi's crowding them, trying to get autographs and selfies. And then one guy gets a little too close and actually trips. Rita, she doesn't fall down, but Tom's had enough. How you doing? Be careful, Tom. Watch out. Move. 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 Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 Being yelled at by Tom Hanks is kind of like being yelled at by one of your parents or a teacher you really respect, you know. Maybe he's turning into Colonel Tom. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it is amazing. If you've seen the trailer he looks so, for Elvis, it's wild. Like they, you know, he, I don't know if he added weight or there must be a prosthetic they used I or something so. uh, for the chin. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's funny with Tom Hanks because it wasn't that long ago that we saw him at uh, the Golden Globes when Ricky Gervais was hosting and he had the look on his face like Ricky Gervais had just farted in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom seems to be uh, growing aggravated with people. And uh, interesting, too, he was talking about his past movies and things that uh, he couldn't do now. And uh, he fully admitted that it was wrong of him to play the gay lawyer in Philadelphia. Right. Um, Forrest Gump as well, I yeah, think, too. Yeah. Comments yeah. about that. But it was just a different time when we didn't consider these things. And, I, and I'm always torn with that argument, too, because they're acting. Right. You know, okay, so if you're going to play a mob guy, do you have to be a real mob guy? 
Right. Well, you, you well, know what I mean. Ask Pacino. Did, um, yeah. If you if you're going, does all do all gay characters have to be played by legitimately real gay people? Right. When it's acting. Right. A lot of gay people act straight in movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand. In the grand scheme of things, I get it. But it seems like an odd argument. Right. Well, and but I guess it does fit in, in some senses, right? Like, like, you know, blackface is no longer acceptable. Of course. You know, to, uh, of course. To, to, to cast someone and then, you know, change their color. That wouldn't work, right? So of course. We'll... we'll We'll make exceptions in some areas and then not in others. And, and you know, I think I think we, we live in a world now where being PC is the easier way to go mm-hmm. when you have to answer questions for everything you do. You know, of course, you want people who have um, limitations or that's probably even the wrong word. If somebody's dealing with uh, some sort of health issue or has... I can't even... Are we allowed to say handicap anymore? You can't say handicap. What's the word we're looking Disability. for? Disability. I mean, if there's a movie part for somebody who's in a wheelchair, of course, give it to an actor who's really in a wheelchair. I get that. Right. Because there's not enough roles for them. I understand that. But there's a, there's a lot. And, and yes, of course, no white person should be putting on blackface. But for a, a man or a woman to play a gay character and for the gay community to get upset about that seems to me to be a bit of a stretch. Mm. Anyhow, that's just me. Um. Do you have any old VHS tapes at home still? Uh, my house, no. I don't. I don't think so. Probably stashed away somewhere. I don't have a VCR, so I wouldn't be able to play them at the cottage. We do. Yeah. Well, keep a hold of them because recently a sealed Back to the Future VHS tape just sold for seventy five thousand dollars. What? It wasn't any old unopened VHS tape. It belonged to Tom Wilson, who played Biff. Okay. Uh, It set the record for the highest price ever paid at auction for a sealed VHS tape. But this one comes with a signed note from Tom and his resume as well, probably, looking for work. Right. Um, He says, uh, this is the first release of Back to the Future sent to me by the studio at the time. Since I knew that the VHS platform would be around forever, I saved it for later, and now I can't find a VCR. (laughs) Oh, well, enjoy. (laughs) Someone paid seventy five grand for yeah, that. Yeah, was it Michael J. Fox? <laughs> and for charity? Like, I, yeah, don't, I, don't, I know. don't get it. I really don't understand. It's odd, I know right? there's a lot of people who have a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and but to be a Back to the Future fan and say I got to spend seventy five k on this, yeah. Well, it's it's much like Steve Carell in the Forty Year Old Virgin when he had all those toys in right. the boxes, right? There's another point. If you're an actor playing a virgin, do you have to really be a virgin? (laughs) The tape was part of a first-of-its-kind VHS-only auction. 260 tapes were sold, including a copy of The Goonies for 50 grand and Jaws for 32,000. And to me, Jaws was a bigger movie than both. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess because Back to the Future was unsealed and and from one of the actors, it, it has that. But you know my luck, all my VHS tapes. Like I've got a, like a lot of Don Cherry <laughs> Rock'em Sock'ems. Rock'em, what are they worth these days? Can I get anything for those? Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 949 The Rock.